Welcome to Beyond Great Sex, the podcast that will revolutionize your sex life. I'm Morgan Horn, I'm a sex and intimacy coach, and I am going to give you the tools to create the mind-blowing sex life that you've been craving. When you apply the teachings from this podcast, you will drop the shame, limiting beliefs, and everything else that has been keeping you from enjoying the intimacy that you were designed to experience. Instead, you will unleash your unlimited potential, sexual and beyond. When you work with me, great sex is only the beginning. We're going beyond. Hello, lovelies. How are you on this beautiful Saturday? It's December 16th as I'm recording this. It's sunny here in Provence. The sun usually shines, but it's a really beautiful day. The colors of the trees are just lovely. It's really not bad for a winter day. Okay, so today I just wanted to hop on quickly to share some thoughts I have about hormones, hormonal imbalances, and sexual desire, because I think that there's a lot of misinformation out there that isn't serving us women, and I really want to address that. You know, one of the first things I hear people say, including some medical professionals, when a woman complains about the lack of sex drive is, it must be hormonal. In fact, I think I read somewhere that hormonal imbalances are responsible for 70% of lack of libido cases. And this really bothers me because I don't believe that this is true at all. Although it is undisputable that hormones play a role in our sexuality and that, for instance, the different phases of our cycle can have an impact on our desire, our sensations, and even pleasure levels, I think that blaming hormones every time a woman struggles feeling desire is oversimplifying the picture. Even worse than oversimplifying, it's misleading and in a way that really doesn't serve us and even disempowers us. And before I keep going... I should perhaps clarify what this episode isn't about. Today, I'm not going to give you a medical lowdown of how hormones work with a detailed explanation of each phase of your menstrual cycle, because quite frankly, there are people out there who know far more than I do on the subject and will do a far better job at explaining things to you. I can't even remember the name of the four phases of my cycle on most days. But my goal for today is that I want to share a different perspective on the subject, one that will hopefully empower you if you've been struggling with your sex drive and have been told it's your hormones. Like I said, I'm not denying that we have a hormonal system and that our hormone levels can impact our sexual desire and bodily sensations. Our menstrual cycle is a great example of this. We have four phases, menstruation, follicular, ovulation, and luteal. And yes, I did look this up. And each phase of our cycle has its particularities. For instance, many women experience a higher sex drive right at the end of the follicular phase in the five days leading up to ovulation. And the theory is that this is due to the rise in three hormones, estrogen, sometimes referred to as the sex driving hormone, oxytocin, sometimes referred to as the love hormone because it impacts things like trust and romantic attachment, and the luteinizing hormone, which triggers ovulation. And if you think about it, this all makes sense from an evolution perspective. As a species, we need to procreate and reproduce, and it would only make sense that our sex drive would rise right before ovulation since that's when we're the most fertile. But there's always a but. 
that's only a small component of what constitutes desire. And putting it all on hormones is quite frankly overestimating the role that our chemistry plays in our sexuality. Yes, you may observe a slight peak in sexual desire at specific times of your cycle, but it doesn't have to be an all or nothing picture. I'm horny when I ovulate and I feel dead inside when I don't, right? It's also why we assume that it's natural for women who go through menopause to have no sex drive. Man, how that makes me angry. And by the way, I'll be talking about menopause in the next episode because I just have too many thoughts on the subject and I believe it deserves an episode of its own. So don't worry if I'm not talking about menopause in this episode. Make sure to tune in next week if you want to know more about sex, pleasure and menopause, okay? But back to our menstrual cycle, what I wanted to say is that paying attention to the different phases of your cycle and how they affect your libido and general well-being can be useful to allow you to work in harmony with your natural peaks in sexual desire. You can, for instance, make a note in your calendar of where you're at in your cycle and what symptoms you're experiencing until you start seeing some patterns. I know that many apps today offer this service. Clue and Flow are popular ones. For instance, if you know that when on your period, your libido is through the roof, that sex helps with the pain and that your sensations are tenfold, then make sure to prioritize intimacy with yourself and or your partner during this time. And if you're like me and you're in so much pain during your period and feel so swollen inside, like your organs are literally going to come out of your anus and you'd rather die than have sex then perhaps prioritize taking a break instead and caring for your body in a way that feels good to you, like perhaps taking a warm bath or curling up on your couch with a blanket and a hot bottle while watching Netflix. When you start drawing patterns and understanding why you feel differently at different times of the month, for instance, why sometimes you find it harder to orgasm, or on the contrary, why sometimes sensations feel more pleasurable and intense, or why sometimes you feel pain with certain positions and not at other times, etc., etc., then you can adapt and work in harmony with the natural fluctuations of your body instead of, for instance, getting frustrated when you can't seem to be able to reach an orgasm or feeling anxious when your libido seems to have dropped in comparison to the week before. You can also change your routine and include more self-care and rest at times when you know your body needs it. Another thing you can do is make time for things that you know help you spark your desire those days when you know you feel desire less spontaneously. You can also prioritize intimacy with your partner accordingly. You can even adapt your food, your workout sessions, and work schedule to your cycle as much as you can, obviously. Not all of us have the luxury of designing our own work schedule, I know. But all of this is to say that I'm 100% for learning more about your hormones as long as it helps you understand yourself and your body more. That being said, and here comes the talk I want to have with you, I think that linking hormones to our sex drive is overrated. In fact, hormones are the least likely culprits of a low sex drive for women. While hormones can have an impact on genital and peripheral issues like pain, dryness, and sensation, they don't impact so much the central issues to desire, which have to do with the brain. To assume that hormones must be the cause of a lack of sex drive amounts to saying that desire is more basic than it is. 
Although hormones do play a role, our largest sexual organ is our brain, and desire has far more to do with what we think than our estrogen levels. In fact, studies conducted by researchers in the US, and I will link the studies in the show notes of this episode, tested hormonal and non-hormonal factors to determine which predicted more or less dysfunction in women with low sexual desire. And the conclusions of the studies were that none of the hormonal factors were significantly predictive of low desire. What was significantly predictive were the non-hormonal factors. According to the studies, these were developmental history, psychiatric history, and psychosexual history. In other words, context. It's not your hormones that impact your libido, it's context. It's the thoughts you have about sex and how much you tell yourself you like it or don't like it. It's your level of relationship satisfaction and how close and connected you feel to your partner. It's stressors like work anxiety and overwhelm. It's how much you feel rested versus exhausted by your kids crying all morning. It's the pressure you put on yourself to satisfy and please your partner. It's past trauma from sexual abuse. It's how much you love and cherish versus how much you loathe your body. It's the shame you feel about your desires and fantasies. These are all factors that have an impact on your libido, far more than your hormones ever will. Take it from me. I have struggled with hormonal imbalances for as long as I can remember. Since the day I got my period at age 11, up until today, my hormones have been a mess. I've been diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome, also known as PCOS. I very possibly have endometriosis as well. My hormones fluctuate constantly. I sometimes don't have my period for a whole year. Sometimes I have it two or three times in a month. I'm constantly low on one hormone and have too much of another hormone. If my libido was conditional on my hormone levels, my sex life would be beyond depressing. Don't get me wrong, I have many symptoms which royally suck, but a lack of sex drive isn't one of them. And I wanted to share this with you today because I know that many of you lovelies struggle with your sex drive. And I also know that many of you have been told by medical professionals that it must be your hormones. And actually, I think that it can be a double-edged sword. I think that for some people, it can be reassuring to think that there is something wrong with their chemistry, because chemistry can be changed, right? If a doctor tells you that your libido is not working because your estrogen levels are too low, you feel hopeful that after taking estrogen, your problem will be solved, right? It's like, oh, now I have this pill and it's going to solve all my problems. And if this has been your case and your doctor has found a medical solution to your issues, that is great. I'm truly glad for you. But if, like me, you have been dealing with long-term hormonal imbalances, and doctors have suggested that this is the reason why your libido is low, you might feel helpless because you haven't found a sustainable solution to your issues. Worse, you might even have noticed that treatments that medical professionals have offered, like the birth control pill, have only made things worse. And as a side note, although hormones are unlikely to be responsible for a lack of sex drive, if your libido was fine until you started taking a birth control pill, just try switching pills or contraception altogether. 
What I do want you to take away from today's discussion is that experiencing hormonal imbalances or changes doesn't have to impact your desire for sex and intimacy, no matter who told you otherwise. You don't have to buy into that story. You can struggle with hormone issues or other medical conditions for that matter and still have a strong libido and a fulfilling sex life. You don't need to change you. Your body isn't broken, okay? What may need a little adjusting is your context. What we discussed before, your thoughts and how they impact how you feel and everything you create from there, past experiences and trauma, etc. And for that, my loves, you have me, or should I say coaching, as well as therapy and other tools and means to heal and reconnect to your essence. Because your libido is already here and kicking, trust me, you just need to learn how to tap into it, okay? That's all I wanted to share with you today, lovelies. Make sure to listen in next week as we discuss menopause. I can't wait to see you then. Bye. If you have loved this episode, please add a rating, write a review, and share it around to help spread the word to all the women out there who need to hear this. I am so grateful for you listening. And if you are ready to take this work deeper, book your discovery session with me at www.morganhorn.com. That is M-O-R-G-A-N-E-H-O-R-N.com. We will explore any issue you would like help with, and you will learn all about my coaching program so you can get started on creating the sex life of your wildest dreams. I will see you there.